With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. The Browns today make a series of trades remaking their team, and I don't know there was a more fun couple of hours in sports than the couple hours the Browns made deal after deal. First, they get Jarvis Landry from the Dolphins in exchange for a couple of late-round draft picks. How about that? Dolphins wanted to franchise Jarvis Landry. The Browns said, no, we want him. They get Jarvis Landry. They get Tyrod Taylor, quarterback from the Bills, in exchange for a third-round pick. They get Demarius Randall. From the Packers, in exchange for Deshaun Kaiser, they're also going to swap fourth and fifth round picks. So this is the haul that the Browns got today. Landry, Tyrod Taylor, and Demarius Randall. They gave up a third round pick, a fourth round pick, and a seventh round pick next year in Deshaun Kaiser. It's basically what they did, and they swapped picks. But that's ostensibly that's the deal. Landry, Tyrod, Demarius Randall, third, fourth, 
a 2019 seventh and Deshaun Kaiser. Now, before we get to the real big question, let's just say this. Because one of the takeaways that people haven't been talking about yet, and that's one thing. Look, you've heard about these trades all day. This cements that the Browns are going to take Saquon Barkley number one overall. Yeah. Because you get Tyrod Taylor to be your bridge quarterback to your next guy. Of the three quarterbacks that are going to go top, Rosen, Darnold, and Josh Allen. Rosen and Darnold have to play right away. They have to. I mean, the Giants are going to be stuck in a situation if they're drafting Josh Rosen number two and say, hey, you're going to sit behind Eli Manning. That's why the Giants are antsy and want to move out of that number two pick. But these guys have to play right away. Number two and number three picks overall don't sit behind anybody. Can't do that. So what the Browns are doing now is saying, okay, Barkley, who won't be there at number four, we get Barkley at number one, Rosen and Darnold go 2-3 in some kind of combination. Wherever People trading, trading up, whatever in, it sure. is. Because the Giants have made it clear they, they want to do the Eli Manning. They wanted Barkley, but now that's out the right. window. And could, they'll take him at number one, and they'll take Josh Allen at four because Allen is a guy that can sit for a year. It's good, not a great fit because it's going to be a much different offense with Tyrod Taylor than Josh it. Allen. Maybe, maybe you like... Uh, Maybe Baker like Baker Mayfield, Mayfield a little more than Josh Allen, but right? based on similarities and playing style. But that will be that that will be the project there. That will be the they will take a project at four and making this deal because they would not get Tyrod Taylor if they were going to take Darnold or Rosen because if they were taking one of those guys, they would have not made them. We said, listen, we're getting our quarterback at number one. We love Sam Darnold. I don't love the fact that the Browns are doing this because I know what they want to do. They want to get quantity. And here we got Taylor, we'll get Josh Allen, and we'll get Saquon Barkley, and that's great. Look at this haul in the first early part of the draft. Don't get scared of taking Darnold and Rosen, and that's what happens. Seems They talk themselves out of things because there's too much time between the end of the season and the draft. Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, these are your franchise guys. You would have you stepped over your grandmother last year to get Sam Darnold, but now when he has a similar year to the year he had last year, something, oh, Sam Darnold throws a lot of interceptions. Yeah, oh, okay, sure. You still got to take him. You got to take the quarterback. You can't sit back and say, we're okay if we wind up with this quarterback. It's not fantasy football where you sit back and, well, I'm okay if I get Cam Newton in the fifth round. I'm okay with that. But, you know, do I want Cam Newton? I'm okay with him in the fifth round. This is not fantasy. This is your franchise for the next 10 years. You can't sit back and say, well, I'm okay. We're okay with Josh Allen because if you scouted Josh Allen and he clearly is your guy, you still have to take him number one because you don't want to risk him falling to where you are at four. But this is what the Browns are doing. Tyrod Taylor, we'll get Josh Allen, we'll or Baker Mayfield, we'll figure things out, and we got Barkley to throw in there, who we love so much. I get what they're doing. I disagree. When you need to take a quarterback, you got to take the quarterback. Well, it gets interesting, right? Because you're going to pay $16 million to a possession receiver. Qua- again, quantity over quality. Eight yards a catch he's last not, year. He, that's why. That's why the Dolphins not a number gave up one. on him. Now you bring in. You know, guys had more yards per catch than Jarvis Landry last year. A hundred, and I don't mean like oh a hundred. No, I mean one hundred wide receivers and running backs had more yards per catch last year than Jarvis Landry. So now you're looking at all right possession receiver slot guy, but you're assuming, and this is a big assumption by Cleveland Brass that Josh Gordon and Corey Coleman develop. Gordon stays on the field and sees more of what we saw as an electrifying number one option a couple of years ago before all the suspensions and troubles, and that Coleman can stay healthy, get on his development. You got Njoku as your tight end, who we watched a bit last year. There were a couple of games where he started to look like he was getting it. So 
you bring in a, a bell cow running back in, in Barkley and try your hand with Tyrod Taylor under center. I suppose it looks solid relative to where you've been. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is knuckleheadedness to the new level for Odell Beckham. Let me just let's just go back to tell you a little bit about the behavior, remind you of the history of Odell Beckham, and I will take all your apologies on Twitter at How About a Fresca because of the viral hate that I've gotten over the past year from Giants fans. People, Jason, you're stupid. Odell, wait, 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 wait a minute. All these wait. But, it, but if someone yes. wants to send you hate, they can send it to the same address. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything is still the same. Yeah, yeah. No, just send it to there. But it's the same address. <laughs> it, you know, for everybody that wanted to be a Twitter, you know, one-liner sniper, because that's what I like to do. Oh, Jason. No, now you owe me a bleeping apology. I should just favorite all those tweets, but I, I don't have the time. So it was in his second year in the NFL was when he got into the whole fight with Josh Norman. Right when they were going helmet to helmet and fighting, he also kicked Alec Ogletree during a game, who now is his teammate. How about that? And then he threw a sideline tantrum, smashed the kicking net. Then he got into it with Vikings cornerback Xavier Rhodes the next week. Then after they beat the Ravens in the game, he proposed to the kicking net, ripped his helmet off after he scored the go-ahead touchdown. That drew a penalty. The Giants had to kick off from deep in their own end. Then, of course, the all-nighter on the boat before the playoff game. I'm on a boat. The video that comes out that suggests that Sterling Shepard had to turn down Adderall. This was a week before Odell Beckham's first playoff game. Then during that playoff game, he dropped a couple of passes. One would have been a touchdown. Yeah. Punched a hole in the wall outside the Giants locker room in Green Bay. Good looking hole in the wall. This is even when Jerry Reese, then GM, said that Beckham needed to grow up. Then he skipped all the OTAs the Giants had, said he wants a contract extension, wanted to be the highest paid player in the NFL. Then when he was supposed to be on his best behavior, he celebrated one of his touchdowns early this past year by trying to urinate like a dog in the end zone against the Eagles. Then he breaks his ankle in week five, misses the rest of the season. So that leads us up to where we are right now. All things that we remember, but I just wanted to remind you that this is what Odell Beckham was off the field. This is why I have said he is a knucklehead. You cannot pay him. You cannot trust that you are going to pay him and he's going to stay on the field, not be a distraction and be someone you can count on. The biggest time in his career, the Packers game, he melted down because he's immature and he shows no signs of wanting to change. He just keeps saying, yeah, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be me. The New York Daily News has a video and it's surfaced online and it's viral of Odell Beckham Jr. in bed with a woman. It looks like they're in a hotel. There's a pizza between them on the bed. He's holding a quote, suspicious-looking brown cigarette, while next to the woman is a credit card and what looks to be a bunch of white powder. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. You know, it's a blunt. Well, I I was going to say, suspicious-looking brown cigarette looks like a blunt. I was going to add TJ LeGarrette blunt. So, LeGarrette blunt was not near the pizza, the the bed, (laughs) or the woman. Uh, Do you know that for a fact? We don't see him. All right. So, if you want to amend... Your allegations. I mean, you have at it. I'm just telling you, I don't see LeGarrette Blount here. So Odell's in bed with this woman who has her clothes on, and they're eating pizza. He's got a blunt in one hand, 
There's a credit card, what looks, and there's white, suspicious white powder in the video as well. There's also videos this woman took and put them online on social media of her just sleeping next to Odell Beckham Jr. She's sitting there. She kisses him. He's sleeping. She's taking video of him. And this video gets out and goes viral. It, You know what? As far as the drug aspect of this goes, to me, that's not even the big thing. The big thing is, here's this behavior that Odell Beckham Jr. put him in position to be in to let this go out. Now, it doesn't look like he knows he's being recorded, but you have to realize, you know, look, people want stuff from you. And you're in this situation where, hey, I'm going to... You know, smoke a blind. This the girl's got her computer up. You got to be smarter than that. You got, and I don't care if, if you know what. I don't care if you're saying, "Oh, it's a regular situation." What's he going to suspect a woman? What? Yeah, yeah. You got to suspect that people want things from you when you are a star. This is not you or I meeting a woman and and we go have an affair in a hotel room and I'm smoking a blunt and eating pizza. Well, I just be eating pizza. I'm eating pizza and she's got whatever. <laughs> and then she puts the video online and I go, "Oh, now I got to explain to my wife." No, you're a star. You have to be smarter than that. You have to know. You have to know that when this comes up, you got to be smarter. And Odell Beckham clearly has shown he is not that guy. He is not someone who gets, I need to mature. I need to be someone that doesn't put myself in bad situations. And he continually does that. Do I think he's the only guy that's smoking blunts and eating pizza in the offseason? No, he's not. Coming in in the best shape of his life, though, uh, is uh, what everybody says. He's not nearly the only guy. But is he the only guy that's got video of him doing that with a credit card? For the moment. Girl with suspicious <laughs> white powder that's gotten online? Yeah. Yeah. He's the only one. Now, if you ripped me and you said that I'm an idiot, you need to apologize to me right now. Because you can't pay Odell Beckham Jr. You can't. You're the Giants. You get him, and then you say, you know what? Good luck someplace else. We're going to rebuild our team. You go do it. We are done getting off this ride. We're done. I can't I can't do it with him anymore. How long till he's summoned to the commissioner's office? Let's have a little chat about these videos, shall we? Well, the new league year starts in a week, so he's got a couple more days to chill before they start sending notices. It's I, I really, I, I don't know what people need to know about. Oh, no, he's so good. Yes, but what has he done on the field that has so overcome what he is off the field? You want to talk about on the field. His biggest moment was the Packers, and what did he do? I went on a boat, we went on vacation, and we talked about drugs, and we put the video online. It was a bad look. And then I had my worst game, and I punched a wall. I am immature, and I just do not believe I have to change to continue to play like this in the NFL because I'm this good, and I'm this good, and I've been this good, and I don't need to do anything different. So how do you think that giving him money is going to help? How do you think that saying, here's seven years, $120 million, how is that going to help? It's not. You're going to yeah. be stuck with him yeah, and cer- that contract. Certainly this incident takes it to a whole other level, right? One thing about being on a boat and the bad decision-making there and obviously having a, a bad game against a, a, what at the time was a pretty good secondary. But certainly when you, you put the totality and you – you did a, a good job. All you needed was a slideshow of 10, 10 or 11 images along ching, the way. Ching, ching, ching. And that's the evidence in this case. <laughs> Take that for data. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. After the Browns moves today, 
I'm going to tell you right now how the NFL draft is going to go. Picks one through six. Look at that. How does that sound? After predicting the one, the downfall six. of Odell Beckham Jr. Told going you. back for more on a Friday told night. You. Look, the Browns make a flurry of trades today. They acquire Jarvis Landry from the Dolphins. Tyrod Taylor from the Bills. Apparently the AFC East is a pretty good place to get players from. And cornerback Demarius Randall from the Green Bay Packers. They give up a third round pick and a yep. fourth round pick. A seventh round pick next year and Deshaun Kaiser, who will now take over and hopefully be the backup behind Aaron Rodgers for the next five to seven years. Now, to be fair, when you're looking at AFC East teams, remember, they're all stockpiling draft picks and, and tempering expectations uh, waiting for the inevitable breakdown of Tom Brady at age 45, especially now that he shaved his head. As soon as he had his head shaved mm-hmm. yesterday, yeah, he did shave now, his head. now it's next level. Maybe okay. maybe it's a Samson-like effect. Wow. Hot take. Tom Brady cut his hair. Now he sucks. Hot take. Tweet that you out. You said that. So Tweet dead. that out. I didn't such say a that. Hot take. Tom Brady's never oh been hotter. Oh, my God. My microphone is melting. It's so hot. But I don't want to sweep up the hair and sell it. Now, now that the Browns have made those trades, they get Tyrod Taylor, who will be your bridge quarterback. You're not trading a third-round pick to get a guy to come in and play quarterback if he's not going to win the job or be your guy right away. He's a weapon. Knowing that, they're now out of the mix for Darnold or Rosen at number one. It would be incredibly stupid because Darnold and Rosen are guys that, unless you have a quarterback, they have to play right away. They have to play right away because they're ready. And the Browns clearly don't have a quarterback, so you would draft one of those guys and get them ready for the season. But you get Tyrod Taylor, which tells me they're going to take their quarterback at number four because they're going to take more of a project at number four, someone who can sit for a year behind Tyrod Taylor and then get ready. So that being said, here's how the first six picks in the NFL draft are going to go. I love it. Let's go. Right now. With the number one pick, in the NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns select John Cena, Vontae Mack, linebacker. Ooh. Always take the Cle- no Vontae matter Mack, what. No matter what. No matter what. No matter what. what. Vontae Mack, three first-round picks to get him. Nope. The Browns <laughs> will take Saquon Barkley at number one. The darling of the combine, not going to miss out on a running back that can change the fortunes of our team. He could be the next Adrian Peterson, could be the next Leonard Fournette. We're going to get him because we know he's not going to be there at four. So the Browns will take Saquon Barkley at number one. That leaves the Giants sitting at number two. The Giants have Eli Manning. They know they need a quarterback, so they will draft Josh Rosen. You don't think they draft the the lineman to uh, keep Eli upright for one more year? Broadway, Josh Rosen. I've been I've been hearing from a few people that I trust that that is a match that if Barkley's not there, that is where the Giants will go. Now, Rosen, now you say, wait a minute, but you thought he said you had to play right away. Well, if you don't have a quarterback is what I said. The Browns didn't have a quarterback. Why would you trade a third-round pick to get a quarterback just to take a guy that he would play behind? They will still have Eli Manning as a starting quarterback, but now you draft Josh Rosen, and if you have to go to e- you Josh Rosen in week three, week four, week five, you're going to Josh Rosen. Trade Eli to Arizona now. You have to. Oh, that. I don't know if that would be fun or if that would be sad for Eli Manning. Eli flinging balls to Larry Fitzgerald and they oh, ride off together. I don't know. Oh, that's tough, man. I don't know. Eli. I, I See, I think Eli Manning should have go to Denver. I mean, why not? 
Sure. That's who's got to go. Get those extra 10 yards on those passes up in the mile high, that thin air. And then but Arizona, I would just be sad. That would be sad? I would, Why be, would sad that be sad for Eli. I don't know. I'd be, Why would you be sad I'd for be Eli? I'd be sad for Eli because you know it was not going to end well. It's, it's not, you know. Behind that offensive not, line, not gonna he'd have to well. learn Peyton's turtle move in <laughs> no time flat. I'll send him one of those. You know those toys? We have one in the these producer's studio with, with oh, Alex we do. Teichert there. You know those, those, we have toys, those special toys? Where, well, no, where you press the bottom and the, the figure on top collapses, like the legs are oh, yeah, yeah, okay, connected. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, sure. I think we have a goat in there. So, oh. But that that's what Eli Manning needs to do. <laughs> learn from old footage of Brother Peyton of how to crumble when he – Untouched Blitzer is about to take you down. So the Giants will take Josh Rosen at number two. Number three is where the Colts sit. They will trade out of that pick, most likely with the Buffalo Bills, who will use this plethora of picks they have in the first three rounds to move up to number three. If you're the Bills, you call the Colts. You say, what can we do? You try to get by with, all right, how about a couple of picks? But this is the number three pick overall, and there's a franchise quarterback there. And the Colts are going to say, you give us 21, 22, 53, 56, 65, and 96. Give us all your picks in the first three rounds. You can get up to number three, and you can get Sam Darnold. The Bills will do it, and they will draft Sam Darnold, and he will be their franchise quarterback. And Chris Ballard will then flip those picks, get back into the first round, and <laughs> trade three second round <laughs> picks. Get a higher part of the, the first round. Yeah. You know, you got that young GM in Jacksonville. What's his name? Ah, we'll call him up. <laughs> not, so, not in real life, though, because Tom Goff, so the grizzled red faced <laughs> veteran, is yeah. waiting on your call. I just love how attractive they made the GM seem like he was so inept in Jacksonville. What do I do? That was my guy. Oh, that was my backup guy. Oh, I don't know what to it's do. It's like now. a fantasy owner melting down. <laughs> Oh, those are the two guys I had on my board. Oh, that was my I'm ill-prepared. So, uh, by the way, I just love the draft day references we can do today because of all the Browns trades. It's so awesome. But nobody has celebrated that movie nearly as much as us. So it's only perfect that that it equates today. It was not a great movie by any means. But it's one of those movies that it's on and I'll watch. I watched the other night for for about 20 minutes. No, sure. But the... Well, we always have it on in the studio when we can find it. But... I remember when that movie was being pushed because that was the Super Bowl in New York when we first started doing the show together. Yeah. And I watched Leary, Jennifer Garner, and Kevin Costner work Radio Row. Mm -hmm. I'm working here. (laughs) Hours upon hours. And right about the time I was going to be able to finally get the the breakthrough to have a chat, I had had nobody to record it. (laughs) I'm like, my engineer left. I got nothing. Well, my fault. <laughs> so then at number four, the Browns are up again. They will take Josh Allen, guy they've liked. Now, I disagree with the strategy of, hey, we'll be okay taking a quarterback at number four, whoever's left. It's a fantasy football strategy. Oh, I'm happy if I'm in that tier and I get either Derek Carr yeah, yeah, third or tier QB. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I'm good. They're I mean, all about you, the same. You don't do that in the NFL, but it's the Browns. But Josh Allen will be the guy at number four. Number five, the Broncos are kind of stuck because John Elway can't draft a quarterback. He's got to go get one. He can't sit here and go through the process of waiting for a guy to mature. He can't be wrong about another draft pick. But what he'll do at five, he'll take the safe guy, and he'll take the guy with the least number of red flags, and that's Bradley Chubb. Chubb is going to ferociously get after the quarterback. He's he's the Jamal Adams of the draft this year in that you look at all the guys going at the top, 
and there's no red flag. I don't mean off the field. I mean on the field. Like last year, Jamal Adams, you don't have to worry about his speed. Right. You have to worry about his size, nothing. The Jets were incredibly happy to get him at six. He's going to be a Pro Bowl safety for 10 years. That's Bradley Chubb. You're getting a guy that's going to be aggressive and fit into that defense and turn that defense back into the monster that it was a couple years ago. So they go and he's the safe pick, but he's also, hey, he's the best guy in the draft. So we take Bradley Chubb at number five. And that gets you to the Jets oh boy. at number six. Oh, we're out of time. We are never out of time for the Jets. That's not true. That is not they true. They suck. Stop. Well, okay, they did. At number six, the Jets throw the first real curveball into the draft, and they take... And his name is John C. <laughs> the Jets at number six. Do something that not many people think they would do. And they take. I'm Wilford Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes. <laughs> I really was waiting for Tim Tebow to get drafted again. I, I thought it was going to be Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. At number six, the Jets select. Not Baker Mayfield. Ooh. But they take. Lamar Hi, J- this is Melanie Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that came out of left field. How did you just find Melanie Griffith? How did you find that? <laughs> I was saving that one. <laughs> wow, you got rope-a-dope Melody right Griffith. there. The Jets take at number six, Lamar Jackson, quarterback, Ooh. University of Louisville. Watch out for the Jets and Lamar Jackson at number six. Watch out. Color me intrigued. He's the most intriguing player in the draft. He sells excitement, hope. The guy is ultra bleeping talented. And the Jets, who are likely going to lose out on... Now, Kirk Cousins obviously throws a big uh, wrench into this. And and all of this stuff, yeah. But but let's say the Jets don't get Kirk. Because obviously they get Kirk Cousins, they're not taking a quarterback. If they don't get Kirk Cousins, who's their fallback plan? Who have we heard is the one guy they like the most? Teddy Bridgewater. Who has a very similar style of Teddy Bridgewater? Lamar Jackson. Teddy Bridgewater is very active, gets out of the pocket. You got to hope he's healthy, but he did come back and play a little bit last year. I've always liked Teddy Bridgewater. And you can sit here and say, if we go Bridgewater to Lamar Jackson, we're fine. And if Lamar Jackson doesn't see the field because Teddy Bridgewater is great, we win. We win. And eventually, Lamar Jackson will either be a guy we can deal for an asset, whatever it is, we win. As long as we cover the quarterback position, we'll be fine. When you're picking at six, you got to cover it. They could go all in on Baker Mayfield. But I re- the more I think, the more I hear with my ear to the ground, the more I think Lamar Jackson at number six is going to be that guy. Twitter at how about a fresco? So there you go. Bold one through six. The Browns, Saquon Barkley. The Giants, Josh Rosen. Three, the Bills from the Colts, Sam Darnold. The Browns, Josh Allen at four. The Broncos, Bradley Chubb at five. And the Jets, Lamar Jackson at number six. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.